Welcome to the Writing Glitch Podcast, where we debunked the myths about dysgraphia and empower general education teachers on how to avoid handwriting challenges in their classrooms. I am not a teacher, but I work with teachers on a daily basis to help them design lesson plans that keep kids in the classroom rather than being pulled out for related services without interfering with their tight classroom schedules. My name is Sherry Dodderer. I am the 2022 Dysgraphia Expert of the Year. This honor was bestowed upon me by Global Health and Pharma Magazine. Welcome to today's episode. Every other week, Jan Orchid, that's me, Sherry and I will have dysgraphia discussions that facilitate awareness, generate respect, and provide professional development. We also interview therapists, parents, and teachers who have questions regarding dysgraphia. So how are you doing today, Jan? I'm doing pretty good. I just got back from being away for the 4th of July weekend, or a part of it anyway, with my grown kids and grandchildren, and we were enjoying lots of time by the swimming pool. So it was wonderful. How about you? I just got back from Florida. I was down there doing some professional development and meeting some people that I have been working with over the last couple of years. It was great. One of the girls said to me and kept touching me on the shoulder going, you're real. You're real. <laughs> we have this whole thing with this whole virtual world where we see people with just our heads in the Zoom window and getting to know people has just been a difference since the pandemic hit. What do you think, Jan? It's a delight, isn't it? I know. It's such a pleasure to be with people again after being sequestered, it seems, and so alone. But I'm really excited to be here. I want to tell you guys, our listeners, that Sherry and I will be discussing today the who, how, and why the writing glitch was created. The writing glitch is sponsored by Dodderer Educational Consulting, a therapy services company, LLC. The vision of Dodderer Educational Consulting is a community of thriving individuals revolutionizing awareness, respect, and dysgraphia education for future generations. This is episode 000, The Backstory. Are you ready to get started, Sherry? Yes, but before we begin, tell our listeners who you are, Jan. How did we find each other? And why is the writing glitch a project that you wanted to get in? I'll try to make this brief. After many decades of being a serial entrepreneur in software, I went back to school to finish my degree and I went to Penn State. I met you because you were my client in one of my digital marketing classes at Penn State. And then from that, I'm asking you about an internship. And then you asked me if I'd be interested in working on the podcast with you. And I just love the name, The Writing Glitch. I have to tell you that. Personally, I have a niece who is amazingly gifted. She's just incredible, but really struggled with dysgraphia when she was a young student, I guess. She was five, six, seven. I remember it so distinctly, and some of the aspects of it, you really address them. It's so wonderful the way you address the issues that kids struggling with this have. I just want to say welcome to everyone, and welcome to this Writing Glitch community where we are revolutionizing writing potential for everyone before it becomes a barrier to their success. Inside the Writing Glitch community, we offer professional development for teachers to avoid the behaviors associated with handwriting such as hand pain 
or frustration responses such as throwing pencils or crumbling paper due to absolute frustration and or anxiety. Back to the who, how, and why of the writing glitch. I love it when you say, quote, dysgraphia is the result of a neurological glitch that blocks your student's path to success, creating a disconnect between the brain and the body. Sherry, can you explain this to us? Sure. Have you ever considered what pisses you off? (laughs) What breaks your heart? For me, it is working in a classroom where students struggle to keep up with the teacher because they cannot recall what letter to write or the words to write. They get stuck three sentences behind the teacher and they are struggling to copy material from the board. It just breaks my heart to see kids struggling in the classroom. Do you know that kids that struggle with handwriting don't understand what the lines are on the page? Like when they're first learning in kindergarten, there's those three or four lines on the page. They don't know what to do with them. And kids over the years, they don't know why the lines disappear. Oh, wow. I never even thought about that. That's fascinating. Did you also know that specific learning disabilities, which dysgraphia is one of them, is the most prevalent IEP in the United States? No, but for you all listening, Sherry, what's an IEP? What is an IEP? An Individualized Education Plan. It is what drives special education for the students. There's a bunch of different classifications that students can fall under. The one that's mostly used is a specific learning disability. Now, that falls into dyslexia, dysgraphia, and dyscalculia. When you look at statistics and what they say, one in every five students has dyslexia. If we break that down, lexi means to read, dys means disability, and ia means a condition of. So it's a disability in reading. Dysgraphia, graph means to write. Dyscalculia, calc means math. So if we have 33% of IEPs alone, dyslexia people are one in five, that math doesn't make any sense to me. I went looking a little bit further and I found in the research that 33% of the population has dysgraphia. That blows my mind. That's 10 kids in a classroom of 30. That's That's so many. That's 10 adults working out in the world. We have not only kids that have dysgraphia, we also have adults that have dysgraphia. So that's 10 people in a classroom of 30. And one of the things that's really frustrating is you don't see it. It's hidden. It's one of those things that you can't just walk up to somebody and say, oh, So you have dysgraphia, unlike like you can with a broken leg, but it can be overcome. And that's the very unique thing about it. It's a developmental disability. It's just that the neurons aren't finished. The glitch is that these neurons aren't getting connected correctly. They're slow. You've talked about these kids are actually hijacked by their own brains. The brain uses like a fear mechanism. They wind up getting into this danger zone where they just can't even think straight. What I know it as is fight or flight. And you've educated me enough to tell me that it's fight, flight, or fright, which means you just freeze up. Is that right? That hijacks your brain so that we all know that when you're in that mode, you just can't think straight. That's why they say the amygdala 
It's hijacked because you're not thinking anymore. You're freaking out about not being able to write a letter maybe or figure out what those lines even mean. But in the olden days, it was the fight or flight would help us to run away from a saber-toothed tiger, right? Correct. Our bodies were created when we were cavemen to run away from danger. When you're looking at the brain, the part of the brain that's in the middle is called the limbic system. It houses the smallest organ of your body called the amygdala. The amygdala will hijack your entire system because it senses fear. Fear will control everything and will shut the rest of your brain down. There's no thinking going on. The parts of the brain that you see when you look at a picture that has the sulci and gyrus, <laughs> those parts of the brain aren't working when you're in a fear response. Yeah. And if you're in a fear response because you're not remembering how something is written, you're not going to write. You're going to avoid it. You're going to be throwing pencils. You're going to be throwing desks. You're going to be doing wild and crazy things that may or may not be helpful to your students. Yeah, definitely. And I know like my niece who had difficulty with dysgraphia, I know that she got mislabeled because they said that she was lazy or wasn't trying. And that's like just one piece of it. But on the other end, it's students who get so fearful and get frustrated, I think. And one of the things that you do splendidly, in fact, is get across to teachers how to work with students before they get to that point. Correct. One of the things that happens with kiddos with dysgraphia, because it's a developmental delay, it means that their neurological system is just slow and getting caught up to the rest of the class. But we can conquer that before it becomes a problem through a protocol called the dysgraphia warm-up protocol. That dysgraphia warm-up protocol is a 15-day cycle where we really dive into visual perception, visual motor, and memory ideas and these strategies. We do 30 seconds before we write. It has revolutionized and changed the handwriting of kids in three weeks. That's amazing. 30 seconds. Can you give us an example of one? Sure. One of the ones that I try to encourage is really strengthening your core. So one of the activities I do is I have kids put a hardbound book on the palm of their hand, making sure that they don't go over the edge. So that has to be totally under the book. You put the book way over your head, and then I have them walk on their toes and their heels. <laughs> These kids that are struggling really have poor core strength. So when you put them in that full extension, they don't know what to do with their bodies because they're constantly curled up. Oh, yeah. Wow. One, we're stretching their body. Two, we're making them walk on their heel. <laughs> oh, goodness. That is that interesting? And the other thing is the walking on their toes, that also can trigger some other things in their body that those off balance. So walking on their toes and their heels really makes a difference. I'm looking forward to talking and sharing with our listeners so much more about these topics. But for now, I think we're at our limit for today. Please remember to use the hashtag TheWritingGlitch when sharing our episodes so that we can thank you. Join the writing community today at www.app.com. T-H-E-W-R-I-T-I-N-G-G-L-I-T-C-H dot com. Finding out more about Sherry at SherryDotterer.com. I believe that every child 
is a king and queen of their own potential. We need to unleash that potential in our students. So we need to have encourage them to raise their scepter, which is I think is their pencil, <laughs> to unleash their potential. So I also believe that because we are kings and queens of our own lives, that each of us was put here for such a time as this. What I mean is you were put in a specific classroom with a specific child to help them with a specific problem. And yes, that's a lot of S's to say, but (laughs) I believe that you were put in that classroom for such a time as this to help unleash the potential in the kings and queens of the classroom, the children. You are also the king and queen of your own life. If you are struggling with dysgraphia, you will also gain information from this podcast. If you are a business owner and you have an adult who's struggling to write, you will also gain some information from this podcast. Each one of those people is a king and queen of their own potential. Awesome. Thanks so much. And we look forward to next week's podcast. 